0: Hath loosed the fateful lightning. Glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me as he died to make men holy. Let us let us make men free.
1: Hey, welcome everybody to the Owls Nest barbecue show Thursday night coming to you live from Ultawa, Tennessee what a nice song that is by the she what is that the she Daisy good good rendition of the battle hymn of the Republic you know it was one of the first times I ever saw my dad cry it was when Bobby Kennedy was assassinated and at his funeral that was shown course on national television 1968 Um, and it was, um, oh, gee, I can't remember what the guy's name is now. One of Bobby Kennedy's friends, I'll think of it in a minute, sang the Battle Hymn of the Republic. And, um, Andy, come on, somebody help me out. Somebody help me out. Chris Finkbone, you're an old guy. Mike Thompson, I know you're an old guy listening. Andy Williams, that's who it was. Andy Williams sang the Battle Hymn of the Republic. And it was so moving. And I uh, turned around and, and I never saw my dad cry. And there he was wailing like a baby at the, at the funeral of Bobby Kennedy. It was a terrible, terrible time in this, in this nation's history. But anyway, 4th of July coming up. I'm ready. I hope you're ready. I've got my festive shirt on. I've got the crown behind me because in just a few moments, we are going to introduce you to the new king of barbecue. So just just hang on. I want to remind everybody. That we are brought to you, not by that guy, by this guy, Michelin Tires. When your family needs tires, only one way to go, Michelin Tires. Trust your car. To Michelin Tires, the famous Michelin LTX. And right now, I get a $70 rebate. Also brought to you by the good folks at Butcher Barbecue, David Bosca, and the crew out in Chandler, Oklahoma the complete line of butcher barbecue products including the famous the now famous butcher barbecue mud and we're also brought to you by green mountain grills available at the owls nest barbecue supply in ultawa these things sell themselves quality grill great price point and when you turn them on the only thing they do is work and that's what we all want as people that cook in the backyard. We just want the smoker to work. Jeff Maxwell in the house, in the uh, remote studios, um, managing the chat. Make sure you say hi to Jeffrey. And as always, we are the broadcast partners of Backyard Smokers Barbecue on, Faceback, on Faceback, Facebook, Wes Phil- West Phillips and all the crew back there at Backyard uh, Smokers Barbecue doing a great job. If you have any questions about barbecue, if you're new to the barbecue game, make sure you join Backyard Smokers Barbecue. We'll remind everybody here in the local listening area that we will, Jeff Maxwell and I, will be selling pork butts tomorrow afternoon uh, at the uh, Alsness Barbecue Supply. They are $55. We had reservations for $40. Uh, We are up to 37 reservations, meaning we only have three pork butts left to sell. They're $55. And if you want to feed about 20 to 25 people in your party, by all means, come and, or give us a call or text me. Um, You can go on Facebook and get that number. And uh, we would love to uh, hook you up with a uh, pork butt tomorrow afternoon. We'll be cooking all day and... uh, well they're good. They're really good. Now I'll tell you. Now if you joined us if you joined us last week, Kim Fowler, I want you to I want you to especially listen to this, Kim. My friend, my good friend Kim is listening down up in Knoxville. This guy this guy right here, this this guy, let me let me just show you this guy. This guy right here. <laughs> Steve Dotson, the cookout coach on YouTube, has how many followers you got now, Steve?
2: Uh, I think we're right at eighty eight thousand six hundred and fifty something give or take.
1: That's a whole bunch. Make sure that microphone stays in front of your face, okay? Will do, sir. So, so we don't have a problem again. Okay. <clears throat> well, this guy was on the show last, just last uh, Thursday with my buddy, a uh, Well oh, you're, you're like the cool guy in my phone, just so you know. So. Oh. Ricer's the cool guy. I'm the cool guy in his phone. And uh, we were talking barbecue, and, and Steve was telling us about, where's the um, where was the contest at, Steve?
2: So the contest was in Delta, Pennsylvania this last weekend.
1: And how far is that from whatever mountain you live on in West Virginia? <laughs> uh,
2: it's somewhere between 200 and 250 miles, but really what matters to me is it's about five hours away.
1: So it's a pretty good haul. Yeah. Pretty good haul. Wes Phillips, thanks for joining. appreciate your help on the Backyard Smokers Barbecue Facebook page. Well, so we were talking about it, and we wished Steve luck. And then Saturday morning, I was uh, carousing the computer before work, and I said, I need to call Mr. Dotson and wish him luck. is all about, oh, about 5 o'clock in the morning. And if you do barbecue contests, you know, that's not a, a strange time to call. Most of the time, people call each other during that time and wish each other luck because everybody's up. And got a hold of Steve, wished him luck. And lo and behold, I wake up Sunday morning, and guess who won the contest? Ta-da-da-da, Steve Dotson, the cookout coach. Congratulations, buddy. That is fantastic.
2: Yeah, thanks. I, I appreciate it. It's been a long eight months. We've been cooped up. We haven't been doing it, but I've been doing a heck of a lot of practicing. So, you know, it was one of those things that. As that cook happened, everything seemed to be okay, but it's kind of like in baseball when the pitcher's throwing a perfect game. You don't talk to him. You don't look at him. You don't say anything. So, for about... Let's see, we got our... We did backyard, so we only turned in chicken and ribs, so we mm-hmm. were done at 12.30. And my brother and I just sat there and drank water and didn't talk about it, because both of us knew what had just happened. and so, we, knew we, were, we We knew we had a shot.
1: So, it was a good cook.
2: For being a a new timeline, uh, a new cooker, new program as far as seasonings, rubs, and sauces go. I mean, it it went by the book. There wasn't any dealing with catastrophe. It just didn't happen. So, it was. It makes you as as good as that is to happen. It really makes you a little bit nervous when it happens. You know.
1: I wouldn't know. <laughs> 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 My name gets called before everybody's name. <laughs> <laughs> Or it doesn't get called at all, matter of fact. But um, was that your first GC, Steve, in a KCBS (laughs) event?
2: Yeah, no, funny enough, uh, I've got one other GC, and it was at this event last year.
1: So you're back-to-back.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: I mean, I hate to say it because
2: it's going to jinx it for for the competition. Mm -hmm. People have said enough about me being back-to-back that I'm pretty sure – the universe will make sure I don't get another call all year. But since we're already jinxed like that, yeah, it's it's back to back. And actually, if you want to go further, they've only ever had the backyard event two years in a row. So I'm the only person to ever win the York so, County <laughs> Barbecue Festival
1: I love it. it just it just keeps this thing just keeps getting better and better and better. <laughs> now now uh, tell us, uh, Ken Smith, thanks for joining us from uh, Nashville. Um, tell us tell us the uh, so you turned in ribs and chicken. All right, let's let's go over ribs. Let's let's go over the program that you did for ribs and you're cooking yes. on your, on your new, your brand new homemade smoker. The, what do you call it? The beast or
2: it's uh, well, you... so it, it goes by many names. It's, it's a Franken cube is the plans that I used to build it. We call it the D cube. Her name's Bonnie McMurray. Uh, she'll, she'll answer to anything, you know, just mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. But yeah, this was the first competition cook on it. And I couldn't have been more happy with how she ran. Just
1: flawless. So it worked worked good.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's she's got stacks on her, sort of like a gateway drum does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when it when it comes to competitions, I'm kind of like you, Steve. I don't I don't want to trust myself to that. I don't want to have to worry about that. So I actually use a the new Fireboard Two drive and drive a fan on it like that, and she just purrs right along.
1: Yeah. Well, that that's 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 a that's a good tool to use. All right, let's go over the rib. Let's go over the rib program. For right. all you, so, now everybody, get your pencils. Bill Jones, David Poe, <laughs> Jeff Maxwell, Kim, get your get your pencils and let's um, write this down because this is every we we mandate we mandate this every time we talk to the winner of a the week the weekends before contest they have to go over the program. David Bosca has done it several times for us. Leaves nothing you don't you're not allowed to hide anything. You got to put it all out there. I right, oh, would start with well, ribs. Yeah. How many so, how many did racks, with, How many racks did you I, cook?
2: I cook four.
1: Okay. And
2: the only reason I cook four in competitions is because when I first started, I would start by buying two two-packs from Sam, so I had four ribs, so I've just always cooked four ribs. Mm-hmm. I don't probably need them, but I cook four. Um, we started off, we injected them up with some Cosmos pork injection,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Just and we did that roughly 45 minutes before they even went on the cooker. You know, We didn't let it sit overnight, I didn't want it to mess with the texture. We went down with some Cosmos Q Dirty Bird Hot to just get a little bit of a spicy note, but not too much. We went down with some of uh, Travis Clark's new rib rub because, uh, you know, when you talk about people in competition barbecue, (laughs) you you talk about people like Darren Worth. But, (laughs) you know, if you told me there's going to be a competition today and and there's going to be a whole bunch of people here, anybody you can name, and Travis Clark's going to be there, and I got to put a bet on somebody. I would bet on Travis Clark every time.
1: You know, Steve, yeah, I did a out with that rib, bro. real quick. I did yeah. a I did an analysis on him one time for a segment we were doing on a show, and I took a five year, I th- no, maybe it was a three year period. He won. I think it was seventy eight percent of the contest he entered, he won. It was like it was like it was like Tiger Woods, two thousand to two thousand or ninety eight to two thousand eight. It was like that yeah, Tiger Woods run. Every you know, everybody exactly. else was everybody else was playing for a second. But go ahead, I just an in, in incredible I mean, barbecue, incredible.
2: You're exactly right, and that's when he dropped that new rib rub, uh, probably a month or three ago now. Mm-hmm. i I mean, I pretty much made up my mind I was going to run it before I even got it in my hands. But when I got it in my hands, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, so Cosmos Q, Dirty Bird, Hot, a little bit of Travis Clark's rib rub. And then Cosmos Q Honey Killer B on, on top. And you know, I go heavy, but you don't go too heavy because then it'll burn on you. Um, went what? on the cooker at 2.75 after sweating out there for about a half an hour is what yeah. I give it. Just long enough to get everything wet. Mm-hmm. If, if I need to accelerate that, I'm not above spraying it down with a little bit of water. But yeah, the way the new cooker runs, it runs kind of like a drum. So it's, it's a three hour rib cook for me. Mm-hmm. So two hours. Taking up some smoke, and that smoke is going to be uh, two parts cherry to one part hickory.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Underneath some uh, Kingsford briquettes. You know, it's a funny story. I I love being charcoal. I love being be lump hickory to be specific. But Bonnie runs through coals like a freight train. Mm-hmm. So, so that lump, I was just burning through it too fast. So I had to go to some. I knew I had to go to a briquette. And I don't know something about the whole. Shop local, COVID stuff going on. Kingsford has a plant right here in Parsons, West Virginia. Oh, so okay. So I said, you know what? I haven't ran the old original blue bag and I don't know how long. So I got a bag of it and kicked it up. And I mean, I don't know if it was any better, but that nostalgia just kicked in. So I said, you know what? This year, we're running Kingsford blue bag because West Virginia.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways. So Go, that's Mountaineers. Go Mountaineers. Go Mountaineers. is where Q Country Roads. But, uh, so, so we let it get that smoke bath for two hours Then I wrap it up and I wrap it up. I keep it super simple. I just use uh Heathrow's butter bath. It makes it super easy. I've got it all made up before I get there, pour mm-hmm. it out in four solo cups. Just, it gets my wrap really fast. It's been less time off the cooker is my goal there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Then, uh, I had two racks that I really loved. They were nice, thick, meaty racks and two racks that were kind of, eh, mm-hmm. the smaller racks, finished up in the wrap and hit about 210 degrees in 45 minutes. The larger racks took about an hour. The biggest one took an hour and five minutes, which is right on schedule for what I wanted. Perfect. Then it was just, uh, I tossed them in a, a dry cooler. You know, I'm a little too redneck to own a cambro yet. So I've just got a cooler.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, threw them in the cooler. And, and you and stole that. You probably stole yeah, that, you know, right? Well, we're not going to talk about that, but maybe. <laughs> um, I don't know how it got there. It was just there. Yeah.
1: And a pressure washer.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. About that, <laughs> just fell off the truck. <laughs> so that went into the cooler, and they got somewhere between an hour and forty-five minutes rest. And forty-five minutes is really my favorite sweet spot for for a rest. There.
1: Yeah.
2: Then just you know came out, had some hot sauce, sauced them up, and uh, cut them up.
1: What's your uh? What what's your finishing sauce?
2: So it's a combination of I like to use. Trying to think what this is. Uh, let's call it four parts Blue's Hog original, one part Blue's Hog Tennessee Red, two parts Cosmo's original cop sauce, and two parts Cosmo's apple chipotle. Good
1: heavens. How did you? Yeah. That's a mad, that's a mad scientist right there. How did you figure that out?
2: Well, so Blue's Hog will win straight out the bottle. We all know that. We know that, yeah. But Cosmo's original cop sauce is also a really great, like where, where Blue's Hog is crazy sweet to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Cosmos original comp sauce it has a little bit of, of liquid smoke in it. It's got sort of that, like what I think of. I always tell people it's what I would think of if Casey masterpiece was good, what it was <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah, but it's that Kansas City sauce, and then the uh, the Tennessee red. Just, I like that vinegar twang on it, and yep. the sweet apple chipotle. I, I just like that sweet apple. Mm-hmm. The way the way I like to play with the the Cosmos sauces. We're actually a team Cosmos team this year. But the way I like to play with those sauces, I always start with his original comp sauce. And then I'll take his other flavored sauces and just add them to it to make it a little something different. Mm-hmm. And of all of, like, the, the peach. He's got a peach, a cherry, uh, a sweet smoke, and, a, and an apple one. And the apple one's just my favorite. So I just add a little bit of that, and it gives it a little bit of a fruitiness to it. But it's nothing crazy. I don't know. It worked Saturday.
1: Yeah, you're darn right. And it worked the year before, too. All right. We t- got those turned in at uh, what time was turned in for ribs? Were they Rich, first or they chicken? Twelve thirty. Oh, so um, so chicken, chicken went in at twelve. Chicken's first. Sorry, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, yep. let's, let's move over to chicken. Everybody's got that written down. David Taylor, Thanks for joining us. Mike Moore with us. David Poe still with us. David Poe says use Fogo lump. It's the best. Hey Dana, my next door neighbor has joined us. She's watching. Uh, everybody's got a, an opinion on charcoal. You know that's you, okay. you can you can you could go on you can go on your Facebook page and just type in charcoal and hit enter, and you'd get. <laughs> you, yep. you get opinions, you'll start fights. <laughs> you, you know, you it, know it it's insane. All right. So here's uh,
2: where I'm at with Kingsford Charcoal. Okay. Place, is don't fight me. Fight Chris Lilly. And if you can convince Chris Lilly to stop yeah. using Kingsford, I'll stop using it too.
1: Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't blame you. I'm 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 a Kingsford guy when I'm when I'm cooking with charcoal. I just I you know, you know they usually run it on sale. But exactly. it, they didn't run it on sale this year. I noticed. Can you I, when, and I didn't can know you, you go to the, the factory? Like the shortages. I don't know. Can you go to the factory and buy it if it's close to you?
2: Uh, you know, I've never tried that. I wonder if I can.
1: You know who invented char? Uh, you know who invented uh, Kingsford charcoal, don't you?
2: Yeah, Henry Ford.
1: He sure did. Very good. Ten bonus points.
2: That's that's about the only question I've ever heard you ask, Steve,
1: that I knew the answer to. So I feel pretty good about myself right now. And sold it to his relative Kingsford. Both in the bar- both and both are in the barbecue hall of fame. A lot yep. of people don't know that. Um, all right, let's move on to chicken.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so chicken. Legs or thighs? Thighs. Okay. I, I've tried legs. I can't – I mean, I, I get that they're a little easier to trim, but then you still got to know what to do with those tendons and stuff, and thighs are pretty forgiving for me. Um, I've got a 10-degree window. I'm happy with a thigh pretty much, and, and thighs have always been my most consistent category. Last year, I think I averaged either a 169 or a 170 in thighs. Yeah. So, it's, it's always been pretty good. Excuse me. We, we uh, I am a, <clears throat> it's contagious, Steve.
1: <laughs> it went I, down the wrong pipe into yours. <laughs> yeah. I
2: I am a, uh, a skin scraper. You know, I, I tried to get away from it this year to, mm-hmm. to try to make my, my trimming quicker. And I kind of did, but at the expense, I didn't like the. It didn't, like, blend whenever I take the bite. It was yeah. bite through, but it didn't. So I just, you know what, we'll just, we'll bite the bullet. We'll scrape the skin mm-hmm. if it gives us a better product. But those start out in the morning. Uh, right well, right when you called me at 5 that morning, I was actually putting those thighs into a brine. Mm-hmm. Um, they sat in that brine for four hours. I think it's, it's Cosmo's Chicken Soak. I think on the back of the package it literally says four hours. So mm-hmm. we ran it for four <laughs> hours. We pulled it out. Uh, got it rubbed up with a couple different rubs. I'm using one is uh, Cosmos Dirty Bird. The other is actually Will Hair from Smoke Masters. I'm using the Smoke Masters Premium Rub.
1: Available and, at the Owls Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa.
2: It is. I, I tell you what. I Will has
1: appeared shirt. on this I show.
2: Think. Yes, he's he's uh he sent me a bottle of test. And of course he's a memphis guy so that all they cook is is hot or is pork. pork and he goes yeah here's the funny thing i actually like it better on chicken And i was like that's weird so i got the bottle of hand and i took a little bit and put it in my, my hand and tried it and there's an undeniable chicken flavor like aftertaste at the end of it
0: mm-hmm.
2: if you try it raw now once you cook it on it just kind of blends into a savory note but after i tried it, i said i've got to put this on chicken it turned out to be a pretty decent <clears throat> choice uh, I pan them up. I cook them in the pan the entire time. In butter. You know, so I don't use butter. I actually use a little bit of that brine.
1: I'll oh. take
2: I'll okay. take that brine and pour it in the pan instead of using butter.
1: Oh.
2: Uh, a really smart guy once told me that if you look at the ingredients on a uh, pack of butter or margarine, you know water is pretty high ingredient. So that's I it that was his take on it. He was always a great chicken cook. Mm-hmm. So I just went with him. Um. I'll go ahead and I'll get those pans. I, I go in two half pans, eight, eight pieces a piece. I cook 16 for a contest. Mm-hmm. They go on there at two seventy-five as well. Let them rock and roll for 50 minutes to half an hour or 50 minutes to an hour. Just to make sure your color's right. At that point, go ahead and wrap up with some foil and let the braise happen. Cause at that point, you know, we've still got that brine mm-hmm. in the bottom. Yep. We've rendered some of that fat. You know, you've got that good chicken soup going on inside of that pan. Mm-hmm. Um, Another 15 minutes to an hour later, I'm hitting 204 to 206. But it's I don't temp them. It's just a time thing. I'll temp them when I'm done just to see. This sort of an anecdotal thing. I just want to know. And uh, dunk them in some hot sauce, and you know, get them on the smoker and let them tack that up. Let them dry up a little bit.
1: So your thighs and, are 204. Did you say? Oh yeah. Wow. <clears throat> wow.
2: Yeah, it makes hot. that brine really important. If, mm-hmm. if you don't, you don't have that brine or injection or something in there. That thigh is going to be a little stringy, a little dry.
1: But, but yours are Obviously, they're moist. At two hundred four, <laughs> I mean, so this they weekend, won.
2: They, uh, <laughs> yeah, this weekend they posted a one seventy six. That's yeah. the highest score I've ever scored in them. So, I mean, at least those those six pieces were okay.
1: Yeah, no kidding. So there, there you go. There's, there's the whole program. Now, um, there you go. And then, Steve, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, back to back, you you know you sweep it again, um. And then, so after you win, Saturday after awards, you you, you get your you get your money and you get your uh, you get your uh, trophies, and you yep. ha- put all the stuff. In. do you have a trailer, or are you cooking out of a. Uh, what are y'all cooking out? of
2: Well, <clears throat> so actually, we drove a retired ambulance with a wheelchair lift up there. Um. <laughs> <I'm, Okay. laughs> there's a story, Steve. So, so I fully intended to have a trailer by then. I I did not. What I did have was access to an ambulance with a wheelchair lift that will just barely fit this cooker onto it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: because the cooker weighs what six hundred pounds, you said?
2: About six hundred pounds. Yeah.
1: So this cooker is 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 a, is a monster. Bonnie yeah, is, Bonnie is a monster.
2: Yeah, I can't really fully describe, with words I can't paint you a picture good enough to describe the view of redneckery that was going down the road to this barbecue contest. <laughs> it, just, was, it was something else. Now I will say before the contest of next month, I fully intend to get a, a small trailer because
1: we just can't do that again. <laughs> that was too much. Just another day in almost heaven, right? So anyway we, so, do we have to. So you drove up there you win a contest and you, you have to pack up, and that's always the worst part: pack up. And and of course, winning the contest makes that drive home a little bit shorter. I'm I'm sure. So, what time do you roll in uh, to your mountain? What time? Yeah. What so we time? Got back home,
2: t- little after ten o'clock at night.
1: So you're you're worn out. Yep. You've been up. You've been up literally almost twenty four hours by then. It's been with a just lot. with just a little bit of sleep. Yes. So then you have to get up. The next morning, and and I watched your your program several several like several different cut-ins on Sunday. Tell everyone what you did Sunday because that was Steve. I'm going to tell you. You and what's your buddy's name?
2: Mark Ashby from Real Marco.
1: Y'all did a great job. And Thank when you. they and when they get that technology down, where they get the sound, you know, it, it's not cut out or something, and, and somebody will invent something. But but tell tell we got a lot of people listening. Tell everybody what you did, because this, that was such a neat concept, I thought.
2: So Sunday morning, got up, got my coffee in me, uh, took a shower, looked in the mirror, told myself, you know, I'm smart enough, and people, gosh darn it, like me, and you can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I grabbed I the fifth rack of ribs that I'd trimmed the week before. Thank goodness they were already trimmed, because I was beat. And at 1130, we went live on Char Charbillage's Facebook page, and we cooked... I cooked spares. My buddy cooked a rack of spares and a rack of baby backs live on Char Griller's Competition Pro Offset, which is the biggest offset that Mm -hmm. they make. And the whole idea was if you started with us at 1130, by the time we got to – we ended somewhere between 4 and 5 o'clock. It was dinner time, and you could feed whoever you want to some nice ribs. Um, The best part about that, Steve, I don't know if you saw the very first segment, but right before we're about to go live, I've literally – I'm 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 tired, so I'm cheating. So I've literally got the disposable cutting board out. I've got my ribs there. I'm sitting there. I've got my, my two rubs I'm going to use sitting there. And a raindrop hits me. I went, oh, no, that's not good. And it dumped to yeah. the point where I couldn't look down over top of my ribs. Because when I did, the water would come so hard off of the bill of my hat, it would wash the rub off my ribs. Mm-hmm. But we were getting ready to go live, and – i was i was using the airpods at the time and i think actually that rain screwed them up but before it did i just told him i said hey can you hear the rain through that they said no one drop every once in a while i said all right let's just roll in because yeah it is what it is and and once we got through that first segment it was great because what we do is we check in every hour on the hour so the first segment we we lit our pits we talked about how we lit our pits we seasoned our ribs we talked about our ribs and what they were going to do what our strategy was for the day got them on the pit and then every hour around the hour we'd come back and we'd tell you a little something so for instance in the first hour we'd come in and we we checked them out you know I, I showed you a little bit of how to recover if the rain has washed your rubs off of, off your ribs in that first hour you take a peek and if you see spots we can touch them up we talked about running a clean fire mm-hmm. um in the second hour, we're talking about what we're looking for to wrap them up and how we wrap them up. The third hour, you know, I showed people how I like to check for tenderness when it comes to ribs. And yeah. on offset, Steve, I mean, you, you know as well as I do, on different cookers, things cook differently. On offset, my ribs will run four hours running the same temperature, 275 on Bonnie Bonnie or WSM. It's three, 275 on a on a uh, offset. It's four for me. So, in the third hour, I knew they weren't going to be done, but we went ahead and t- went walked through. What I like to call the slinky test, picking up yep. the wrap and feeling it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark talked about some sauces he was making up. And then when we came back that next time, the ribs had been done and been off and resting. And We sliced them up, we sauced them up, and we ate them. And I'll be darned if those weren't better ribs than the ribs I turned in on Saturday. <laughs> Are you kidding?
1: You mean tenderness and everything or just taste? Everything. Really? Well,
2: so t- taste is is different because they, they weren't comp taste, but tenderness just blew my mind
0: mm-hmm. uh
2: those were the thinnest rack that i had i had five racks to trim earlier in the week those are the thinnest rack they were the one rack i was like you know what these ones aren't coming to the comp with me these are going to be the demonstration rack and i would be bad gum if those weren't perfect tenderness i just couldn't believe it
1: steve how does um how did that idea come to be who um you know like what department at Char Griller comes up with these ideas and who contacts you and how do you get to do stuff like that
2: Yeah, so it's the, uh, we've always been in touch with the, uh, I think it's, I think the department's just called the creative something department. Mm -hmm. So I've I've been working with Char Riller for, we're in our second year now. Yeah. And I've always had a point of contact that I talk to, that you know, she lets me know what kind Mm -hmm. of content they'd like. Yeah, when I deliver the content, I deliver it to her.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And one day during the COVID stuff. I guess they came up with an internal idea of let's let's do a live FAQ and let's see how our Facebook, because they, they have a pretty big Facebook presence. They said, let's see how our Facebook community responds to a live FAQ. So me and Mark said, you know, sure, we'll do that. So we we they sort of canvassed their following the previous week and they gave us a list of questions they wanted answered. Mm-hmm. And we answered those live and that got a good response. And that was sort of in their there's there's a Facebook group called Team Char Griller, so that was sort of like the the beta test. They they didn't want to drop it on the main page yet, Just they wanted to make sure that you know we could we could do this thing and, and yeah. you, live always has its own things. Mm-hmm. Well, so once that worked with COVID, especially the beginning of COVID, everybody was going live all the time and everybody was watching it because there wasn't anything else to do. So, I'm not sure why we went from FAQ to stake, but they said hey. We'd really be interested in you guys doing a live steak cook. So, okay. So Mark and I talked about it, and I asked him what he was going to cook on. He decided that he was going to cook on their flat iron griddle and mm-hmm. cook some steaks. And, of course, I'm an corn guy, so I said, okay, well, I'll do a reverse sear on the corn and, you know, we'll just do our best to match them up. So I think I cooked some prime picanha, reverse mm-hmm. seared on the corn and Mark had some Wagyu strips that he cooked on the flat iron griddle, and somehow – it was supposed to be an hour segment. and I mean, we just nailed 59 minutes. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's, that's interesting because we didn't rehearse this at all. So they came back said, that's great. How about some – let's try some chicken wings. So, okay, well, we can do chicken wings. Chicken wings are pretty quick cooked. So, again, we go to cook chicken wings. He does them on the the uh, Flavor Pro, which is Trub new gas grill. It's, all, it's got a lot of stainless on it. It's got a cool smoking drawer in it. Mm-hmm. So he did them on those. I was like, well, if you're going to do them on those, I'm sorry, I'm going to repeat myself I'm going back to the acorn. So, you know, we do it, and then we happen to just nail, boom, 59 minutes. Uh, Mark and I, for some reason, had this innate ability to, to cue off each other pretty well and and uh, keep the air live, and moving. There's not a whole lot of dead space while one of us is going, the other one is asking questions about it. It seems to be a pretty good, pretty good and entertaining segment that we do. So finally, after that night, which I also got rained on hard on that night too. Um,
1: and so Char Grower, they're happy with this.
2: They seem to really like it.
1: They're going, "Hey, this yeah, is this is you guys are really good at this. This is good. This it, is good."
2: It's getting a lot more engagement on their page than most things do, which mm-hmm. you know it's not surprising. It's entertaining. It's it's yeah. the guys out there actually looking oh, yeah. for you. Um, but yeah, so we talked after the chicken wing, and, and you know this, this this is great. Would you guys mind doing another one? So we said sure. And I said, "Well, what do you what do you want to do?" They're like, well, maybe we could do a long cook. And so I thought about it. So, well, ribs are kind of long.
1: But said, not well, crazy long. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. We so we said, well, we'd get them started up, and then we could just check in every hour on the hour, just like you – because if you're cooking ribs, you're going to pretty much go check them every hour on the hour mm-hmm. to some extent. So that's what we came up with, and, and sure enough, that's what we did. And it was um, Abby, the the, the girl that that sort of – Go, is our go-between for us. She was running the the actual live portion of it while Mark and I were cooking.
1: Mm-hmm. She
2: goes, "Well, this is a long day," and I am sitting there going, "Nah, this is you."
1: You don't know what a long you day. You filmed yet.
2: something for a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, barbecues
2: kid. like just cooking barbecues, nothing.
1: You know, it reminded me of one of those, uh, you know, those PBS shows where they like the, like they're running that one with Josh Groban now, and yeah. you know they'll do the, the couple songs then then your your local PBS geeks come on and go if you liked Josh Groban. You know, send us six bucks, and we'll give you this CD. And it kind of reminded me of y'all coming in, you know, hey, we're back. You know, while you've been, you know, watching, you know, this bad movie on television. And, you know, because I would get alerts on my telephone. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know I signed up for the alerts. So I, when I was mowing grass and, and stuff, I'd stopped and, uh, you know, and, and switched over to you guys. And I could listen to you on my headphones while I was mowing grass. So it worked yeah. really – it worked out really good because I didn't have to see. I knew what y'all were doing. <laughs> but uh i'm I'm telling you from the entertainment standpoint, I thought it was a great idea I, I, really, I really do and pass that on to char griller because that's something that I haven't seen anybody do yet except them and and this stuff you know it the 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 commercials, the uh corporate the corporate stuff is getting old. It's, you know, you get, you know, the guy standing up, you know, he, you know, that the company spokesman on most of these YouTube videos, doesn't know anything about cooking. He just looks good and has a good voice. And, you know, he's, you know, too, almost too excited. And, uh, I think, you know, what you guys did is, is, is what we need more of real guys using the equipment under real circumstances and, and just coming back to you, you know, for a long cook. Now, what I want them to do is a brisket. And I want you guys to start at 7 in the morning <laughs> and do cut-ins every hour until 7 that night. <laughs> okay. See what I'm saying? I mean, and, you could, and we'll it will watch. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. I think you can do it.
2: Steve, I'm crazy enough you don't have to convince me that much to do it because I'll, I'll happily do that. It, it gets a little tricky sometimes. For instance, when that storm came through, The radar was saying there was another one coming, so it came through in the first one. The second one was okay, but by the time the next one was going to come through, it was supposed to be coming through again. So I've got ribs on a cooker, Mm -hmm. and I'm rolling that cooker around my my driveway because I'm trying to get it under a shelter Mm -hmm. because I'm thinking, rain's coming. Well, I come back out for the third hour, and it's beautiful. So I roll it back to where it was, and I was just like, my goodness. but. It's funny. I'm,
1: don't I'm they, have a, like don't they have really? a don't they have a pop up like a, a char grill or pop up they can send you and and you can cook you know a, you know ten by ten where you can get under it and uh, you Probably. Know.
2: Well, I'm, I have a ten by ten. It was loaded on the van at the time. I was yeah. I was literally grabbing my comp stuff out of the van. <laughs> but uh, funny story about the pop up. When I went to do the wings that night, it, it rained and poured, and I actually shot it pretty much from the front of my garage. And I started to put my pop up up. And after I did, I went in to get the wings, and right before I stepped inside, that pop up picked up and moved about three feet. Yeah. So I said, "Well, we're we're not putting the pop up up tonight because that's, yeah. that's not losing the pop
1: up over this. We month. we almost lost one last week. A sudden storm came up at the gas station we were out cooking last Saturday, and there it's a pain in the neck. I'm going to buy a uh, one of those uh, pergolas at Sam's, I think, and 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 put it up at the station so I can. Roll the cookers out underneath it, and you know get out of the weather. Cause it's a, it's yep. you know every time you cook it rains. It rains all the time here. I don't know about up there, <laughs> but that's all it does down here is rain. I'm not it kidding. Rains it rains rained yesterday. I'm surprised it's not rained today. But- it's
2: been, it's been not bad here. It was bad in spring. Spring it was rained every single day. But so far it's been okay. Now it just happens whenever I'm going to go live. In fact, last <laughs> week right before I came on your show, Steve a monster storm rolled through, and I thought, son of a gun, I love shooting these lives just out in my yard.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know
2: why I just do. But, luckily it came through and it finished, it was one of those that just, it was a toad strangler, and then yeah. it was gone. Mm-hmm. So, I was able to get out here. But, yeah, it's, I, I need to, I've actually got plans to build onto the other side of the garage a spot uh, similar to what Malcolm Reed has set up to protect me from the elements and yeah. to be able to be out and cook. But, till then, you know, we just watch this guy, and if it gets tricky, we figure it out.
1: Have you noticed all the He-Man sheds on Facebook now? People taking the pictures and showing them. I, I love them. Uh, I've
2: got a, a buddy who just built one out in his
1: yard in uh, Delaware. It looks great. I don't know if you ever did. You watch? Do you watch, uh, do you watch uh, Jason Trendkiller Barbecue? Ever watch yeah. Jason? He's, he's got, got a good one. He's got a great He shed out there. He's he's always working on. It. He's very proud of it. Mm-hmm. And I've got a friend here in uh, Ottawa, Randy Barber. He bought one of those uh, things at Sam's, and he's doing his own, you know, fixing it different ways. And it, it's really he's really proud of that too. I, th- I think they're great. I, I like to see people doing that. It really oh, makes absolutely. them You know, this is my hobby. This is my place. And uh, you know, don't don't mess with it. <laughs> you know, when you come in, don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> he's the cookout coach, Steve Dotson from Almost Heaven. Um, uh, Steve, thanks so much for being with us, man. We appreciate it. Hey, D- thanks for having you me. You do so a great job. You can find him on YouTube at the cookout coach. He makes great videos. How to videos. He's down, he's down to earth and his country's cornbread and he's great. And I love him to death. Steve, thanks so much for being with us today on the Owl's Nest barbecue show. You take care. Have a great 4th of July. Enjoy that, um, crawfish boil. <laughs> and uh, good luck with them crawfish. Make sure they're <laughs> FDA, not not raised in the, your bathtub or something. Right? <laughs> I, I know how you people are up there. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Steve Dotson, the cookout coach from almost heaven. He's what a great guy, just a super nice fellow, and uh, we're so lucky to uh, make friends with him. He's the king of barbecue this week here on the Owl's Nest Barbecue Show. Hey, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Jeff Maxwell, thank you so much for staying back there in the uh, off – off um, off-perimeter studios, keeping everybody in the chat. You're like the cool guy in my phone, just so you You're. You're like the cool guy in my phone, just so you know. Thank you, Jeff Reiser, for that little bit of uh, entertainment this week you're the cool guy in my telephone too everybody thanks for watching thanks for listening thank you Wes phillips in the backyard smokers barbecue facebook page man i got we got to get out of here early tonight we've got a big day set up tomorrow jeff and i'll be at the uh, uh at the Owl's nest barbecue supply midnight oil at uh, four o'clock in the morning uh, getting those pork butts on firing up the smokers and i'll be getting the smokers all hot and jeff will be getting the uh Pork butts all uh, seasoned up, and we'll get them put on about five o'clock. And you can start picking them up if you're watching locally about five o'clock tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon rather, at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply here in Ottawa. Everybody have a great Fourth of July. Do not drink and drive. Be careful with the fireworks, all that kind of stuff. I know you're smart guys, and I know you'll have no trouble My doing that until seen next seen Thursday night. Me. This is Steve Ray for the Owl's Nest barbecue barbecue show and for jeff maxwell good night and good luck